I'm Coach Seb, and this is Running New Mexico. All right, joining me today, I have Leah Peruker. She's a runner, she's a chef at the Daily Grind, and I'm so glad we could make this work. So thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Absolutely. Uh, so my first question is, uh, how did you get into running? Well, my mom was a runner. And so as a child, I would go along with her on her runs. And that's kind of just where I started. Um, you know, she did like a, a half marathon and I kind of watched her go through that. And and that was that. <laughs> and then um, I... When I was in middle school, I started playing soccer, and I think I really enjoyed running aspect of that, and I'm very competitive, and so that's where I started. There's a lot of ties with the with the family. I had the same, my dad was a runner, and so he always wanted us to run, and I hated it for a long time, but <laughs> I grew you know, to love it. I think it. I always enjoyed it. I don't know what it was about it. There was just something there that, you know, just... It worked for me. Yeah, well, that's good. I just, I've talked to a lot of people and I've met a lot of people who, you know, start off with soccer. And so they're not just like running that, you know, it's part of that organized, you know, chasing the ball and stuff. Right. Yeah, there was no push for me to be competitive. It was just kind of something I did for fun. So I think that's why I enjoyed it. Yeah. I never was on track. I never ran in, in school. So I just always did it. For, for myself. Oh, that's nice. So you were, you were able to kind of keep that like competitive side separate for a while. Yeah, it's, I think, yeah, it's just in my nature to be competitive, I guess. <laughs> and I've never, you know, never raced or anything until much later in life. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did that come about? How, you know, turning this thing that you just enjoyed to do into where you started to race? Um, so I was running consistently, like maybe five miles, um, like three or four times a week. And, um, I met someone who told me that he, um, paced for someone and he's like, yeah, I'm running 15 miles today. I was like, that just blew my mind. I'm like, what people do? Like, I had no idea. I had no idea about the sport, ultra running anything. So I was like, wow. Okay. And so we started running together and we kind of pushed my distance a little bit and the Duke city marathon was coming up and I was like, Hey, you know, this is coming up. He's like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, really? You think I can do a marathon? He's like, yeah, just start running a little bit more. And so we started training together and, and then he ended up not doing it. And I, <laughs> I continued to train cause I had already signed up. I'm like, I'm going to do this. I said, I'm going to do it. And so I'm going to do it. And and that's where it started. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, I went from like no races to a marathon. So I was pretty impressed with myself. <laughs> it's not often you hear that. Usually it's like, oh, I did a 5K or I did a 10K, you know, something small. And then, you know, maybe maybe jump to a marathon or take a couple of years, not just all in one go. <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess that's me. All or All or none. <laughs> How did that feel, I guess, when you decided that you were going to sign up for, for Duke City? Like, what did that feel like to, like, 
Oh, I'm I'm training now for something specific. Well, it was a little bit nerve wracking. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to do it, but um, it was really exciting. And like in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm running a marathon. Like I thought it was so cool. Like, so I think that kind of pushed me. I'm like, I go out and run. I'm like, look at me. I'm training for a marathon. Like, I think just my ego maybe was part of that. Yeah. <laughs> so. What are the things that you had to learn along uh, the way because like that is like again like most people it's like i i've done this okay i know what that feels like i know what this feels like and now i'm going to extend that for this but like again just jumping into the deep end i think i'm the perfect example of what not to do <laughs> <laughs> i did probably everything wrong i went out and i did as much as i could as fast as i could <laughs> and i had a you know couple injuries pre-race and but I didn't know any different. I just, you know, I thought that's intuitively what you had to do. I right. ran every run like I was racing. I'm like, this is what I have to do. I have to get fast. I have. So needless to say, I probably didn't do my best at that, but I did manage to place, I believe, sixth in my age group, my first marathon. So I, was, I felt really good about that. That's fantastic. I mean, yeah. again, like there's a lot of people who train for a marathon first one and and they don't they don't get to it you know because of injuries or because of things happening and so to be able to to complete it and place in your age group is pretty awesome yeah i guess that means i'm a runner yeah. <laughs> i don't know i'm good at it i suppose <laughs> i think i think anytime anybody's out there putting in miles however much however little I, they're a runner in my book. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> if you're walking, you can run and everyone can do that. Exactly. So <laughs> Duke City was your was your first experience racing. Yes. Uh, and then well, I caught the bug. Then you caught the bug. <laughs> what did I you did a, I did um I did a Phoenix race, a marathon after that, and then I did a marathon in Denver. Wow. And then I did Mount Taylor, and then um, I did. What did I do after? Oh, I did the next Duke City, and then I did a Moab race. Wow. Yeah. Like like all that quickly, like within a year. Like 2019, and then 2020 was the last race I've actually done, which is kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> Once COVID hit, and then I just kind of haven't been inspired. I guess I had an injury and. I just haven't got back into racing yet. Yeah. Oh, that's, I mean, COVID did a number on, on a lot of us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've still consistently ran, but, you know, I just haven't signed up for a race yet. I don't know what's holding me back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know, it's, you jumped into it kind of again, like you didn't know better, <laughs> you didn't know, right. you didn't know. And I think sometimes once, I think that's sometimes better because once you've been doing it for a while, you get this idea of like, well, this is how it's supposed to be. And this is what I'm supposed to do. And this is what I have to do to be able to do it. And if things aren't working out right, it can, it can mess with your mental space. So then you feel like, oh, I'm not ready for that. Or I can't do that or whatever. Right. And I, and I think the last race I did, um, I was going to do a 55 K and it was right pre-COVID, and I believe I probably had COVID, 
and I was like, I'm still going to race because I've been doing all this training. So I went down to the 33K and I went ahead and ran that. But yeah, it was, it was intense. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And it, like, again, like having a bad experience, like it can be rough. And then, yeah. you know, being confined for so long. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I feel like my pace has kind of slowed down. And again, the competitive side of me and my ego side is like, I don't want to, I want to go out strong. Like, I want to go out on top. And so I think just that has been kind of holding me back. Like, you know. <laughs> I, I, I completely get that. Um, I took, I took a long break from running. And when I came back into it, I started, um, I, I was just running just whatever. I didn't have any, I was like, I don't need to do any races or anything like that because I kept on comparing myself to what I used to be able to do. And that can be such a hard thing to, to switch and just be like, you know what? Now I just, I want to be as good as I can be right now. Right. And I want to have fun with it. And that's, that's what I'm trying to focus on. Right. That's where I'm trying to get to. I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying running on my own, but yeah, I, I do love the whole environment of the race and, and all the, the community and I'll be back. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, so I'm going to commit to it. There you go. Good. That well, and that's the part too, like being able to commit to, um, they, the, being around the community is such a, that's the part I didn't realize how much I missed until I got back into it. Just all the amazing people out there at the races and the events and, you know, and the difference between the road races and the trail races, like it's, it's amazing. I agree. The energy is just awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when you, what was, was, uh, Mount Taylor, was that the first kind of trail run you had signed up for? It was, it was, it was, it was intense. I, um, so, you know, Andrea McArdle? Yeah, yeah. She actually, we kind of communicated through Strava and she took me on and she actually coached me. So she wrote plans for me and we got together and she really helped me. Oh my God. It was so great having someone that actually knew what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And so... Yeah, she actually got me up to, you know, I think I came in second on my second Duke City Marathon. Thanks to her, I mean, wow. I feel like I owe her a lot. She was great. Yeah, she's fantastic. I've worked with her as well, and she just, she does a fantastic job with the plans and checking in and just, mm -hmm. um, she just has a good energy about her yes. as well. Yeah, I agree. And I totally, like, Anyone that's going to train for a race, I, I highly suggest getting a coach if you don't know what you're doing because it's so helpful. I, absolutely. Even just like knowing, even if you know what you do, it's just, it's nice to have someone else. Like you can, you know, even if you can plan your own stuff, like it's just nice to have someone else who to bounce ideas off of and kind of plan things together right. or or, you know, working on things like, oh, yeah, that looks great. But I, I really want to do something like this in a couple of weeks and being able to have that flexibility. It just it takes some of that energy off of yourself. <laughs> right. And, you know, hold yourself account or she'll hold you accountable to like, you know, 
did you do this? Or did you slow down? Did you right. have an easy day? Cause that's really hard for me. That slowing <laughs> down that pace and like giving myself that rest is really mentally challenging yeah. for me. <laughs> I, I feel you. I, it's so hard. Like, even if it's like an off day, it's like, well, but if I just get two very easy minds, right? you know, like for my own mental health. <laughs> yeah. I'm like calling her. I'm like, I know I'm not supposed to run today, but can I just do a few really slow? Yeah. She's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard. Like I, I get like, you know, people, there's people that train very hard and they run, you know, six days a week or they run five days a week and they cross train or injuries and that kind of stuff. And I mean, I, again, like I took years off, you know, and now I'm just like, I want to enjoy every minute I can. Right. Yeah. I, I have a, I have an injury that um, they've told me I've been seeing a PT and she said that it's probably tendinosis. And so I may have to take, I was looking into getting like PRP replacements and they may have to take like three weeks off and then start slow. And I'm like, I just don't know when I'm going to be able to do that. But for the longevity of being able to run, right. I know it's going to have to happen at some point. I, I, and it's funny because if I was in the same boat as you, I'd be feeling the same way, <laughs> but on the outside, I'm like, yeah, do it. Make sure so that you, that way you can be better sooner and all that stuff. But it's, I know that if the shoe was on the other foot, it'd be so hard to be like three weeks. Are you kidding me? And then I have to start from like scratch and slowly. Right? Yeah, it's, it's big. <laughs> um, you know, I follow you on Strava and we talked a little bit about that, but I, it's, um, it's so interesting to me because we live in, in a um, close area, you know, in town. And I'll look at your Strava and like, you're doing so many loops on the, uh, you know, around the, around the yeah. neighborhood and like a bunch of loops around the park. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, how does she do that? <laughs> I'm like, I just want to get it all done, not too far away from my house so I can make sure I can get home at a certain time. But yeah, that's... Yeah. But yeah, I I definitely love going out, but it's been I haven't done that for a while either. It's yeah. nice. I really do love running along the river. That's probably one of my favorite places to run. I love yeah, I love the basket, but I'm this I'm the same way. Like if I'm if I'm not at school and, and coaching and I'm at the house, like I just like I don't wanna have to deal with that drive time. So right. I'll just yeah. go go out and back, but I can't, I don't like too many loops. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just get lost in it. And it's kind of fun. Just, I don't know. No. So that makes sense. I can see that. Like, just like, in no direction at all. Just kind of loopy loop. And yeah. Get the miles in. I can see that. Cause I do like when I do my out and backs, like I know exactly where every like half mile is. Like I know where the half mile, I know where the mile, I know a mile and a half and two and up to five and a half like i know where all of those hit mm -hmm. so getting being able to just like go and just oh that was a mile okay right <laughs> just kind of lost in that yeah that makes sense <laughs> um so you're you're also a chef 
How, how did you get into that? Um, when I was, uh, I would say 17, 18, I was working in a restaurant and, um, I kind of, I was doing the front of the house, like barista and stuff. And I kind of just felt myself gravitating towards the back, maybe because I have a little bit of anxiety and (laughs) want to hide out a little bit more. And then uh, I kind of just started like working with the cooks back in the kitchen. And then my boss at the time just kind of came up and asked me if I would like to become the pastry chef. And I, as a child, I loved to cook. Um, I was home alone a lot out of necessity. I guess I basically started teaching myself how to cook. And so she gave me this opportunity and I kind of just took it and, you know, made lots of mistakes, but (laughs) I I believe I did pretty well and people liked what I created. And so that's where I started. And then I got another job with, I've been with the Daily Grind for quite a while at the other location, the Daily Grind. And I guess they saw something in me that I was kind of creative and they're like, Hey, you want to, you know, be like our chef. And so I started there and then we moved up here to Cutler location and built a much larger restaurant. And so that's kind of how that evolved. Wow. That's really cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I totally, I enjoy it so much. It's just, I love feeding people. I like making people happy, feeding their soul. So that's great. Nice. I uh, I didn't even realize there was another location before that, um, the current location. Yeah, it's like off of, it's by the Artichoke Cafe. Oh, okay. So it was a little tiny, old, like kind of house turned into a restaurant. Wow. Cool. Yeah, I, uh, you know, it's from, again, like kind of where <laughs> our general area is. Like, because I'll run down that way and go towards the diversion channel on some right. of my runs. So I'll run past it and then, like, I'll start smelling some of the food. I'm like, oh, it's not, I could stop and eat and walk home. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's I, uh, it's it's a good location there. Yeah, it's, it's a nice spot. I, I enjoy working there. Nice. And so do you, like... Do you, do you help kind of create the menu and everything? I did. I, I did help create the menu. We, in the beginning, before COVID, were doing dinner. And that was kind of something I was trying to pursue. But because it never really picked up. And that, I don't know if it's the location or what it was. But um, because it's known as a coffee shop, maybe we just kind of decided to just do um, lunch and breakfast. So. Yeah, but I do, I come up with weekly specials and I do like soups from scratch and I actually do our scones uh, and our biscuits and like these chili pockets in house. And so, yeah. The chili pockets, I I had one once, so that was really good. (laughs) Yeah. Puff pastry and cheese and chili. Yeah. 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 I was, that was, that was great. (laughs) My wife, like... She loves the um, the uh, coleslaw that I oh, got with the the brisket burger or the bar the, the barbecue pork. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, because she was like, I I don't like coleslaw anywhere, but the at the oh, daily it's fantastic. Well, nice. oh, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah all that stuff is my creation. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. That's really cool. 
how like you talk about being competitive does that come across like in the kitchen and cooking at all um a little bit i mean we've we've done a couple competitions um we do this uh, mac and cheese festival and i've competed in that i believe six times and that's really fun you just each restaurant comes up with a idea or a concept and then they create a mac and cheese out of that and um, i've actually placed first place and second third a few times and then we've also done like um for the roadrunner food bank uh the super bowl which is everyone creates a different type of soup and we compete on that so yes and then of course chefs are always i think kind of competitive in nature (laughs) oh that's cool that sounds that sounds like a lot of fun. I, I know I've heard of the soup bowl or the Super Bowl. I don't know if I've heard of the mac and cheese one. Yeah, it's not that big, but you know, it does happen once a year. Yeah. Well, it's that's fun. cool. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> what was uh, the one that you won, won first place with? Was that it like? Was, you- uh, it was great. It was a chicken and waffles, and so it was like. Um, Fried chicken, mac and cheese, some like maple glaze. It was really, really good. That does sound good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did like a waffle kind of crust on top. It was, it was delicious. <laughs> oh man, that does. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have uh, scheduled you to talk so close to dinner time because we right. get hungry. <laughs> right. <laughs> How does, you know, I know you haven't done any races, you know, recently, but how does like, um, how do you schedule your running around, you know, when you are specifically training around work? I just get out every day. I mean, mentally I need it. I, every morning I wake up and I just go run. And what I found for me recently is that running on the treadmill, I tend to slow my pace down a little bit easier. For some reason, I can click in, you know, whatever pace I want to go. And they have a a cinema room at my gym. And so I just watch a movie and just kind of slow myself down. So yeah, I just, I just, it's a habit now. It's like every day I I manage to do it. And I, and I, you know, I say, I'm going to do a little slow run this day. Then I like to try to do two kind of longer runs throughout the week. And I don't usually take a day off. So yeah. That's, that's what I do. <laughs> I don't like do a lot of speed training anymore or, you know, I just, I just go with how my body feels. Yeah. Well, that's great though. I mean, it's good one to vary it, but, um, I think listening to your body, whether you're training for something or not is always a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And that's the, one of the lessons I had to learn because when I was first training for that marathon I would I would have pain I'd be like just get into the pain cave like I I uh, when I decided I was gonna do a marathon I started looking into all these like runners and I found um Courtney DeWalter and she was so inspirational to me I was like oh my god this girl did the Moab 240 and this time like beating this guy and and like I just listened to everything she had to say and so like I heard like I pulled out, you know, the key things that I wanted to hear, like right. do the pain cave and just go. And like, so that's, yeah. So I did, right. 
trained wrong in the beginning, but <laughs> now listening to people like you need to go slow to go fast and taking all that advice and so. Absolutely. Well, and she just broke um, the Western States record by like, I, I don't even remember how much. It was insane. I'm like, she's my idol. I want to <laughs> meet her. Can we be friends? <laughs> I think a lot of people would want to be her. She's right? just, I mean, she's beating most of the guys out there too. I, know. I, mean, how, I don't even understand, but it's great. Yeah, she is. And that's the, the, the cool thing about like running and, and the spores, you can find like people like that. And it's just, they seem so accessible. Like, yeah, they're amazing mm-hmm. and they're that, but like they're, you know, they're, you know, that they're hurting just as bad. <laughs> right. Right. And they're like, if you're feeling pain, everyone else behind you is probably feeling the same pain. I'm like, okay, okay. Keep pushing then. Right. Exactly. Uh, man. Um, that's, <laughs> It's so funny, like just how everybody kind of learns and, and gets into running because you, a lot of people do like it, when they jump in, it's it, it, a lot of times they like go when they're going full in and it's picking all these different things and I'm going to learn from this person and this person does that and then trying to find how to like put that all together for what works for you. Right. And I'm figuring that out. I was, you know, a baby in the beginning and I think I'm kind of maybe a teenager right now still, <laughs> still trying to rebel against what's right, but you know, taking it a little bit easier. Right. Well, like you said, I mean, I think it's so important, like just that, that mental part of it. Like it's, it's fun to train for these things, but like helping decompress, you know, before work or after work or something is such a big part of like the everyday part of running. Right. For your mental health. It's amazing for me. Like, I, I totally need it. I mean, I don't know how I'd get through. I'm, I have severe anxiety when I can't run. I mean, so that just helps me. Right. I've seen, uh, I've seen like a meme gif, whatever of like, um, it's like people ask like, how can you do so much running and all this? And then it's like, how my brain is not running and it's like a guy banging pots and stuff around the head. Uh-huh. <laughs> super ADD, super like, yeah, on edge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you know, I know you're, you, you've said like, you just haven't kind of felt like you're ready to run yet and you got to get this injury settled and everything. But before all of that, like, I guess, did you have any races that you were super excited to, like, I can't wait till I can be able to do that race? Well, I, I've i always, I, what I really would love to be able to do is the Boston Marathon, just because that is, like, the one, that, and then also Chicago, and, um, but, you know, those are dreams of mine. And then in the beginning, I'm like, I want to do a hundred miler, so that. You know, that could still be in the future, maybe. <laughs> I mean, thinking about it now seems very intimidating, but I mean, you know, you can train. I've, I've, I've listened to people that have started from nothing and done right. 100 milers just by slowly working towards it. So I know it's attainable. Yeah, absolutely. And then again, like, you know, even taking the time off for the, 
you know, to fix your entry. Like they, they think it's definitely within your realm, maybe not as fast as, right. <laughs> as the original dreams, but, you know, I think that's definitely something, you know, that you could easily, I don't want to say easily. That's a terrible word. No. With hundred right. <laughs> There's nothing easy about it, but <laughs> it's definitely it, doable. Yes. Yes. It is doable. Um, I think I, I did one trail race, um, with some family and a friend of theirs and we did the endurance Santa Fe 50 K, but we, it was a, the relay we did for one, um, four of us and each did a leg and I, I was, I finished and I was just like, no, I, I don't want to do that again. There was too much elevation. That's why would anybody do this? Now I have like, I haven't signed up for another one, but I've slowly started picking up like running vests for longer time. And I've ran with it and carried water. How would that feel? And I wonder what I would eat. And I had all those little yeah, things right. are clicking. Like, am I going down this road? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, getting out there and being in nature and just kind of letting go and just letting your mind wander and, just being one with everything. It's just, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, um, when you out, when you're out running, do you just listen to everything? Like do you wear headphones or anything or just go You know, free? when I first started running, um, I didn't, I just, I just ran, I was just out there, but now I've kind of been putting on music and your yeah. podcast and yeah. <laughs> listening to stuff, you know? Yeah. I do, I do the same thing, but I find myself, I, even though I have it there, I tune a lot of it out. <laughs> right, right. You kind of just get lost in your head. I, I, I do at least. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. I just, I'll have something going on and I'll like, it'll be on. And then I kind of like, it makes me start thinking of other things like, oh, right. I was thinking about that. And then, then I'm turn, tuning back in like, oh, wait what were they talking about? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I like to come up with, um, ideas, cooking ideas while running. That's, that's always fun. That's a good way. That makes sense. Cause like you're creative, you don't have like a ton of distractions and you're mm -hmm. not like staring at things. <laughs> right. Yeah. I kind of just, you know, concepts pop in and I kind of, you know, explore them and yeah, it's, it's fun. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Do you often try out new recipes and stuff like at your house? Like, like, I want to see how this goes or. You know, I, um, I cook for, um, a treatment center. And oh. so there I have freedom to do whatever I want. And so there I kind of go and I experiment for all their clients. So that's really fun. Wow. What, uh, what kind of treatment center? It's a drug and alcohol treatment center. Okay. And um, I volunteer there one night a week and just make their dinner. Yeah. Wow. How did you get involved with that? That's really kind of, that's uh, really It's cool. actually my boyfriend owns it. So he, okay. um, yeah, he's the, it's New Mexico Wellness. And uh, okay. he kind of, they kind of roped me into doing it. And, I, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'll do it. You know, it's, it's good to give back. Right. You know, and I, I was an addict for a long time and. So it's kind of my way of just, you know, getting back to the community. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Like, that's really, really cool. Um, 
I definitely think that that plays into why I need to run every day, you know, just my addictive personality. I'm like, this is is what I need. Right. I was going to ask about that because I have heard a lot of people who, you know, come out of addictions and obviously everybody goes in different routes, but like the ones that get into running can really kind of get into it because it can be such a large part of your life. (laughs) Right. Well, you do get that little, you know, dopamine high or whatever from it too. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's such a healthier outlet, you know? Yeah. That's that, that really pushes me, I believe. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's, that's, that's a really cool way to, to get back. I think, you know, it's, um, even though you got roped into it. <laughs> no, but I totally enjoy it. And I, and I love the clients and I love connecting with them, you know, and just, you know, sharing my experience with them and hearing their story and letting them know, you know, there's something after this, you know, you guys are, right. you can do it. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, that's great. Cause then they, they can see somebody who has gone out and, and done that. That's fantastic. And then I'm like, you guys just need to run now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and it's like you said, it's a great, it's, it's so good for so many reasons, the health mm-hmm. benefits, but yeah, you get all that other stuff going on mm-hmm. and just the, the, the way it can balance your mood and brain. Calm you, extremely calming. Yeah, absolutely. Man, it's, uh, that's, that's uh, You've got an interesting road there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, my life has been a little difficult, but, you know, I went from being severe alcoholic to getting sober and slowly getting my way into running, and this is my groove now. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, like, I mean, it seems like things are going well for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm sure it's always difficult, but, you know, having – having those things around you and it sounds like you have good support and mm-hmm. just get you back in the, in the racing world or the, the other support. I, I believe that's what I need to do. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be there. There you go. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Like it, it, it's, I'm so glad that, that you agreed to, to do this. I know you were a little nervous at, at first yeah, and very, very nervous. it's been, it's been fun to like, learn all this stuff about you because it's you know i think it's it's fun to hear but i think it's also good to hear you know there's so many people out there who you know have so many different paths into running and so many people who almost don't think that they are runners because of different things and you know that's what i want to highlight is that everybody's everybody's a runner like just you know you, just because you've been on a hiatus from racing for a few years doesn't make you not a runner right. or, you know, you can get into running later in life. Like there's so many paths to the sport. Yeah. And I try to inspire everyone around me. I'm like, just start slow, walk, run, walk, run, you know, you can do it. And so, you know, people are like, how do I do that? I'm like, just start, just do it. Just yeah. go as slow as you need to go, but you can do it. Yeah. And that's, and I like to tell people, like, don't worry about getting a mile. Like, don't, like, just, I'm going to go out for five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever. Once around the block, like, doesn't, you don't have to have, like, miles in your head. (laughs) Right. 
because that's that starts gaining you can run five miles you can run 10 miles you can run 20 you know like that gets intimidating like yeah very overwhelming yeah just five minutes exactly. <laughs> 10 minutes you know whatever so well awesome well i i really appreciate your time like well thank you so much for inviting me yeah absolutely like i really i'm i'm I'm, I'm happy that we made this work out. Um, you know, I just have one more question for you and that's, what do you listen to when you're getting ready to, to go for a run or, or maybe to like create the best mac and cheese in the state? <laughs> well, I listen to a whole array of artists, um, anywhere from Tool to Cardi B to Johnny Cash to The Smiths. Um, and I usually put my Pandora on shuffle and one of my, um, favorite things, I, I'm going to say this, that comes on is Christmas music. No. It's so weird. I love it so much. And it get, puts me in like this great mood when I hear it and I get all like, I don't know, <laughs> nostalgic or something. And it pumps me up. But I don't know. It makes me happy for some reason. <laughs> and I find when I think about being happy while running, Running is so much better. Like, yeah. When I tell myself, just keep running, you're strong, you're doing great, I feel like the run is just so much better when, you know. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I, I, uh, I get sick of Christmas music so quickly. I know. Everybody hates it. <laughs> There's some good stuff. It's just, it's like, I don't know. It just, you hit, you know, right after Thanksgiving and all of a sudden it's just like, Boom! Wow. Right there, all the it time. Made me so happy. <laughs> like yes, let's play it all day long, every day. I don't. I'm I'm odd. Hey, I mean, if it works for you and it makes you happy, then go for it, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, so that's that's what'll be on your playlist for your hundred milers. Just a bunch of. There'll be some in in there. Definitely. <laughs> it takes you out of the moment you're in and kind of puts you in a different moment. Exactly. Of, <laughs> it helps. Oh, uh, well, that's awesome. And <laughs> uh, again, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go? I don't believe so. I think that's it. I'd once again like to thank my guest for their time, and thank you for tuning in. If you have the opportunity, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts, or just help spread the word. Music was provided by Philip Friedman. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJ Teach. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RunningNM. Feel free to drop me a line or shoot me an email at runningnewmexico.com at gmail.com if you have any questions or know of someone who should be interviewed. In the meantime, keep running, New Mexico.